On this episode of the Minds Without King podcast, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Mike Martin of Five Rings Financial. On this episode, we did dive into a little bit about what young people should be doing and how important it is to actually get in the game and not sit the sidelines. And Mike shared a bunch of other takeaways. Um, I hope you guys really enjoy and learn from this financial educator on this episode of the Minds Without King podcast. And we're going in. Welcome back to another episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. Today I have the pleasure of being on here with my friend who gives me a hard time a lot, Mike Martin of Five Rings Financial. How's it going, sir? It's going great. How are you? I'm well. Um, it's been due time um, for you to be on the podcast. I think we've been dancing for mm, maybe six, six, six seven months. Six, seven um, months. But yeah. guess what? It happened. So happy to have you here today um, and wanted to learn more and more about you, man. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I met Mike through a networking meeting um, that he kind of helped lead and stuff like that at uh, Ironside Axe Club. Is uh, What's the name of it? Morning Blend? The Morning Blend. The Morning Blend. And met Mike. We kind of gelled right away. Well, I like to think we gelled right away. Let me not speak for Mike. Uh, but we kind of hit it off right away, man, and just started the relationship building. It was somebody immediately I knew I wanted to have on the podcast. So I'm super excited about this episode, guys. Um, but before y'all get to know Mike and learn more about him, I got to ask him the icebreaker question. So the icebreaker question, number one is, if you had any superpower in the world, what would it be and why? Oh boy. Um, I would say I would like to have the ability to identify catastrophes and tragedies that are impending mm. for, for people that they don't know. Obviously they don't know that it's coming up yeah. and be able to, uh, advert that <laughs> and just, and let them know what's coming. And, uh, so in, in a way help them out to, um, not encounter some of the problems mm -hmm. that a lot of people do. So. Yeah. Soften that blow for people. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a superpower. That you know, is. Like, 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 like yours, like, no. you know, flying or, uh, or, or time travel. <laughs> time or travel. I want to go back in space. I mean, oh, not space, in time. Uh, but, yeah, uh, no, that's definitely a superpower. I, w I was thinking when you first said, I'm like, is that mind reading? But, no, that's not. That's projecting the future yeah you want to be god mike no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding that's good um all right so we want to know more about you before we get started so my first question for you is how did you get into the financial world um that you're in and yeah just kind of give us your upbringing of how you got to where you are today before we really dive in okay i was uh 23 years old i was uh working um on a job as well as uh, farming mm -hmm. with with my dad. So, um, and then I was introduced to a financial services company mm -hmm. uh, from a uh, a classmate's father, and um, that was uh, like I said, I was twenty three, twenty four years old, and, and I was introduced to selling mutual funds and mm. term insurance and, and stuff like that, and. I initially said, I don't have time for this. You know, there's no way. Cause I was doing those two things. And, and, uh, and he asked me again, I said, no, I, I just, there's no way. Cause just he wanted to, know, the time. wanted to know if I could share this with other people. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's cool stuff, but I just don't have the time. So, um, he asked me like three times and finally I said, well, yeah, if you know, mm -hmm. 
if I believe in it and everything. So the the rest is history. So that was approximately thirty three years ago. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. But I'm I'm with a different company no for sure now, no for sure yeah but but so. that's a that's a like you don't especially my generation obviously we are up and coming and now starting to get into positions in company where we are management where we you don't see people stick with a career track that long anymore no. that's that's awesome I guess y'all were built a lot different than us <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's that it's just the times are different I guess mm-hmm. so kind of um explain on a day-to-day like kind of what you do in your book of business and things of that sort how do you help people today my goal is uh actually the business is is financial education Mm -hmm. so we educate people on uh, you know getting ahead financially Mm -hmm. and so because what happens is most people are working 40 years they save save as much as they possibly Mm -hmm. can and then they uh retire and it takes them about seven years to, to blow through their 401k. And, yep. and uh, then uh, shortly after that, they're, they're out of money. And the, mm-hmm. the last 10 years of their, their life, they're, um, you know, living in poverty. Yep. And um, most people, that, that's what they're doing. So their money's not lasting long enough or they haven't saved enough. And, mm-hmm. and it's not easy. It's hard. It's, yeah. it's hard. But the concepts that I teach are, are very simple and basic mm-hmm. and um that's what i have a passion about helping people with so that's kind of that's no I for sure i want to come back to to the teaching aspect of it because that's that's very key but i will attest to working with seniors and working with elderly people the the seven years you you're saying that before they run out of money is actually that's really like a grace period i've seen multiple people run out of money within a year or two from their 401k, especially with like me selling practically real estate to seniors in my, in my daytime job. It breaks my heart that families like can't afford a quality life on their way out. Like at the end, at the end of the day, they just blow through funds. So I'm interested in digging a little deeper there. You can maybe help me in the future, get some more people moved into my, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but as far as the teaching aspect, I know you, um, you're very passionate about that, and like I think one of the key reasons why I wanted to interview at the at the at the meeting you, um, you would always say about life insurance policies and stuff like that. Get rid of it. And I'm like, what is this dude talking about? Like, this makes no sense to me. This is not what I've been told for the rest for for my entire life. So, can you kind of like dive into the difference of? I mean, dive into the details of things that you kind of educate people on when it comes to why their life insurance like isn't. A security deposit or just like a safety safety net that they think oh i got this when i uh not life insurance should i say uh 401k i got this for when i'm done like this i'll be good well it's it people need to look at it differently because mm-hmm. they're getting all their financial information from their coworkers, you know yep. or or their parents and and mm-hmm. we're led to believe that a 401k is the best thing since sliced bread mm-hmm. okay and uh, before 401ks were introduced, people had pensions. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get a paycheck every month for the rest of your life, uh, which is very similar to you know Social Security yep. or if you're a state employee Disability. in Iowa, IPERS, yep. um, you get that uh, they pay you a paycheck mm-hmm. for, the, for the rest of your life. And when you're gone, it's, you know, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So, but then they pulled away from that. Employers pulled away from that. And 
uh, 401ks were introduced, which was your money that was going in. Mm-hmm. Okay. The bulk of it is your money. And if you're fortunate enough to work for a company that has a match, then, mm-hmm. then they'll match some of, of what your contributions are. Okay. And the, and that's a good thing. Okay. I th- I'm, I'm not yeah, you know, bashing on ba- ba- yeah. bashing on them at all. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is a good thing, mm-hmm. but, um, it only goes so far yeah. because if you think about a 401k, you're putting money in this account, you're getting a tax deduction for putting that money, money in. in. So it's a pre-tax contribution. And you get taxed when you pull it up. Yes, because you signed up to take that deduction initially. That means every penny that you, that when you take it out, it mm. is going to be taxed. Mm. So in other words, if you have a half a million dollars in an account at, uh, at retirement, you don't have the half a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. It's, your name is on the account along with Uncle Sam. Ah, okay. So you're splitting that profit. You're so what are so what are some things that um, let's say I'm a 35 year old middle class American. What are some things that I can learn about or purchase um, that I can put money into and it'll still help gain re- revenue through out, but um, I won't get taxed when I pull it out. Okay. More importantly, it's it's about the concepts. It's, mm-hmm. it's about um, not the products, okay. per se, but it's it's the uh, it's the concepts of mm-hmm. of what you what your options are and, okay. and and how to move forward with that. Mm-hmm. But a Roth IRA is is an excellent example mm-hmm. of a place that young people should be putting money in. And you know, as long as you're working, a Roth IRA would be a, a good mm-hmm. good place you, to put money. Can you kind of explain a Roth IRA? Yeah, Roth IRA account is for for two th- the two pluses mm-hmm. is it uh, it grows tax deferred. Okay. So any money that you put in there, when you take the money out, mm-hmm. okay, well all all the earnings and everything, yeah, it's going to grow tax deferred. Okay. But, it's, but the the key to a Roth is it comes out tax free. Mm. So it's very important to accumulate money in accounts that come out tax free. Okay. And there's only basically only three places to do that. What are those three places? One is a municipal bond fund, which okay. is, is not super popular, but it's exempt from federal income tax. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, very few people, you know, do, Use them. do, do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next best thing would be a Roth IRA account. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason to do that is because the government's coming after us for money. Mm-hmm. Okay. There our ta- tax rates are going to go up. Histor- historically tax rates are very low right now mm-hmm. compared to what they were, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. So there's a very good chance that when you ask people, you know, where do you think tax rates are going to go? Mm. More than likely they're going to go oh. up. Okay. So that means that we need to have money in an account that comes out tax free. Mm-hmm. So a Roth is a great example. A Roth, you can put up to six thousand dollars a year away, unless you're over age fifty, and then you can do seven. Okay. Okay. So it's the government came up with it, but they limited it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But still, six thousand is, is six thousand. Yeah. Okay. If you make too much money, you can't have a Roth, though. What is that, that threshold? Do that, you know what that is? I don't know exactly what it is because. But it's it's real close. Okay, it's between one hundred fifty and two hundred thousand. Okay, okay, so it's it's still a big enough threshold that mm-hmm. most most people can still participate in. Absolutely. That. Okay, um, and it's also a, a retirement account, so mm. it's not money that you can typically use right away, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't in an investment anyway. But 
for the most part, you have to wait till 59 and a half okay. to, to take the money out. And okay. There are some you. other situations where you can take it out early. But. Okay. Um, I got one question before you, because um, you said it was three. I don't want to knock you off that. But um, are you able to have multiple Roth RAs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just can't go over the, the 6,000. Okay. No matter how many you got, like if you got two, you can don't do three and that one and three and that one. Right. Okay. Yeah, you, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So those are those are two of the places to put money. And this this is very important. It's one of the most important things I'll probably share with, mm-hmm. with you today is the important if if you walk away with nothing else, walk away with try this. to try try to yeah, walk away with this. Make sure you have as much money in an account that comes out tax free mm-hmm. as, as possible. Okay. That's okay. key. So you don't want Uncle Sam's name on it. You don't want him telling you what you can and can't mm-hmm. do. So um that's very important. Okay. And uh, like and the last account is what we call a tax-free retirement account. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it works just very similar to a Roth IRA account, but it doesn't have the drawbacks. You can put an unlimited amount of money okay. in and they don't care what you make. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can still put money in mm. and you don't have to wait till 59 and a half to start touching it. Mm. You, can, you, can, you can pull it out early. You can use it for your kid's college education. You can use it to pay for your daughter's wedding you can mm-hmm. you can do all kinds of things like that with it and when can you start getting that is it an age limit on it or just whenever if you work it there's there, there's no age limit okay. you, you, you can you can do what's that you, name again of it, that? We, we call it a, a reti- ta- tax-free retirement account okay. okay okay and um it's just the difference between that and a roth ira account would be this a roth ira account if you died your beneficiary gets the balance of that account. Mm-hmm. What's in there? Very simple. Yep. Okay. With a tax-free retirement account, your beneficiary would get anywhere between two hundred fifty and five hundred thousand. Mm. And the reason is, is because it's tied to life insurance. So oh. this is where I lose a lot of people. Okay. Some, you know, yep. the wealthy people love life insurance. Middle-income people do not. No. Yeah. Okay. That's why a lot of people, you know, cross the street to get to the other side when they see me i'm interested hey, I'm, in, I'm interested <laughs> i'm interested in hearing um if you have any opinion on it or thought um why do middle class run from life insurance because i'm not i'm not sure why well it's just it's that's what we were, were taught uh, okay dave ramsey Susie orman mm, you know just all the financial it's, it's, gurus yeah it's not not that life insurance is a bad thing for but, sure but as far as saving and investing for retirement mm. um, it is not an investment it's it's something uh, di- different yeah. but um, it's it's one of the most important things uh, that people can own is life insurance it's not, not the most flashy it's not fun to talk yeah. about uh, but it's probably the most important yeah okay uh, but that's just one of the pieces of things wow. one pieces of my educational yeah. And, and I don't want to miss this too. Um, I don't want to because you kind of said it. I didn't want to breeze over it in my brain. Um, so you, this account, you're able to your beneficiary is able to get a certain amount of money from it as well, which is a plus if something happened to you. But also, you're able to pull out of this like if for big financial needs. If you yes, wow. And it's, and it's not for everybody. No, for sure. Yeah. You can't just dribble a little bit of money and something like that and, and expect yeah. it to. Yeah, So we know ahead of time if it's going to work for people and and if it's not. But, Absolutely. But more, but more importantly, it's it's what I do is teach people about money. Mm-hmm. Um, we invite people to uh, dinners, mm-hmm. okay, and it's a financial workshop, and we start talking about $5 a day. You know, do you blow, blow $5 a day? You know, yeah. mo- 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 most of us do very easily. And how it, much is that latte? 
<laughs> Starbucks, six dollars a, a day. Exactly. Yeah. So it's very basic and where we start. Mm-hmm. And um, for example, if you took, uh, we talk about the rule of seventy-two. Okay. What's that? You ever heard of that? No. Uh, I, I, 70 20? No, that's 80 20 rule. No, I, I'm not sure. R- rule of 72 just gives you an idea how to figure how long it will take your money to double mm. at a certain interest rate. Okay. So if you if you put your money away somewhere at 4%, mm-hmm. okay, you take four, you divide that into 72, and it goes in there. Oh, look at him. He's speechless. You, <laughs> he wanted me to take four into 72, uh, 36? <laughs> Uh, oh, 18. 18? Oh, okay. okay, no, it wasn't. But you got a scenario you want to break down for us? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm telling you, if you put five grand in an account at yeah. 4%, you take that four into 72, it goes in there 18 times. That means it would take 18 years for that 5,000 to, to double to 10,000. Mm-hmm. So if you started at age you know 29, by the time you're 65, mm-hmm. you'd have um, 20 grand in there. Mm-hmm. Without touching it, it's just yeah. the, just the growth at four percent. Yeah. But let's say that you double that return. Okay. Let's say you get an eight percent rate of return. Mm. What do you think that dollar amount would be at, at age sixty five? Instead of twenty, what do It'd you think be, it would be? Uh hold up. Sixty five? Yeah, at, at age sixty five. So instead of It'd be sixty five thousand? No, at age sixty five. I'm asking, would it be sixty five thousand? That's my guess. Uh no, but you're pretty close. What was it? A lot of people think it would just double. To 80. To 80. No, that's not how that math works. Well, 20 to 40. Okay. Yeah. It would go actually be 80,000. So 80,000, just four percentage points. That's not, that's not a lot of difference. No. But let's, let's go, let's say you get a 12% rate of return on your money. Mm-hmm. So 12 goes into 72 six times. Yep. Okay. So your money's going to be doubling every in six, six years. years compared to every 18 mm-hmm. so i'd rather have my money doubling that much quicker so if you were to average and this it'll be over a long period of time, absolutely okay 12 percent rate rate of return on your money and you know mutual fund etf individual stock or something like that mm-hmm. um since it's doubling every six years that five thousand dollars would turn into three hundred and twenty thousand at age 65 mm. so the difference between four and twelve it's a lot it's a of money. big difference, and it's a lot of money. Regular stocks, you're saying it's, it doubles around that four, four year. I mean, four percent, or no, it's just if you went oh. to the bank and got okay. four, four percent on, okay. on, okay. on on something or insurance company or where, where I got where, you, wherever. Yeah, yeah. Just, just hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. but that's just one of the concepts that no. people don't know the difference between just a few percentage points and how big a difference that actually makes. So and. Albert Einstein said compound interest, which is what that is. Mm-hmm. It's like the eighth wonder of the world. Okay, so um, that was his opinion, you know. But <laughs> pretty smart guy. Yeah, pretty smart guy. So yeah, he's well known. No, yeah, my my brain, uh, my brain is kind of like just roaming. I'm like, okay, uh, da, 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 da. how long did it take you to learn all this stuff, man? It's 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 not rocket surgery. It's it's not like because you 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 just explained it to me in a simple format. Like I'm able to pick up on. The concepts and how it worked fast. So I'm like, how long did it take you to just break that down to people? It, it, it's pr- it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, when, when I first got started, I was I was pretty nervous. Like mm-hmm. My hand would shake, and I <laughs> had to put my pen on the paper. You know that that, that kind of thing. But um, again, it's more about the concepts mm-hmm. and the principles. 
than it is where your money is at. Mm-hmm. So, the, so l- let me ask you a question. What do you think is the biggest, um, the most damaging thing you can do with as far as accumulating money for retirement? Put it in the uh, account with Uncle Sam name on it. <laughs> good, good answer. I learned that from you. <laughs> you can't be teaching me and not expect me. But as far as um, you're, you, you're, it's a good answer. You mean um, as far as just like you save your money for the future? What is the most damage damaging thing you can do? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just save your money and don't invest it. Like procrastination. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing that's going to keep us from accumulating a lot of money. Absolutely. Procrastination. Yeah. So I think our audience here today is, you know, any people anywhere from, you know, 24 to 35, yep. so, so to speak. Yep. Um, just take advantage of time. Mm-hmm. Take, take advantage of time. So it's, it's, huge. it's not necessarily the products or where your money is at. It's your behavior that determines your success. Do you put the money in? Do you not? Mm. Uh, it's very easy. Do you make it automatic, you know, or not? And I'll, I'll give you an example mm-hmm. um, for the young people. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that um, we'll, we'll use you. you. I'm 28 years old. Am I young enough? Yes, you are. Okay. Yes, you are. So l- let's say. Let's wait, wait, wait. He's 24, 25. Okay, well, that, that that works too. Yeah, but but anyway, if you take uh, say you took you took two thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and you started saving it, investing it, and you did that for seven years, and then life happened and you quit. Mm. Okay, but you just left that money in there and you let it grow mm-hmm. until you're age sixty five. Yep. So that means you would have put in sixteen thousand dollars, roughly mm-hmm. six, seven, eight years yep. of, of a two thousand mm-hmm. dollar contribution. And you just let it grow, and it grew at a ten percent rate of return. Yep. You'd have one million and thirty-five thousand dollars. Okay, so in other words, you start and, for seven years. And I'm talking. You talking you stocks? You talking stocks? No, and, I'm just uh, saying a hypothetical ten okay. percent rate okay. of return. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say I actually didn't do anything when you started saving that two thousand dollars a year. I just, I put it off. I procrastinated. I didn't do it. So yep. I didn't do anything for those seven, yep. seven years. And then finally, seven years later, I started putting that $2,000 a year away. Mm. So I did that all the way to age 65. So I contributed $78,000 and you only contributed 16. Who has the most money? I'm going to say that the smaller number, but I don't know why. I don't know why. So my gut is telling me to say the guy who started early and quit has the most. Your gut is correct because your money was in there earlier. So my point is time has more to do with anything. Wow. With, with accumulation than, than uh, the rate of return or in, anything on this. So a million compared to 883000 So Wow. So the side. So. Get started now. So people, people sit in the sidelines. Um, I'm sure you have to have those conversations a lot with like, hey. Like you got this. Like let's stop sitting the sideline. Let's let's play ball. Why do we sit the sideline? Are we like, is it fear? Is it um, lack of understanding? We need more teachers, or like, what would you say? That's very good. I'd say both of those reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like going to the grocery store and picking out spaghetti sauce. There's so many choices. Yeah. 
So many choices. I mean, so a, a confused mind does nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, so you just sit there and, and you don't do anything. And then we also just think that, okay, someday I'll, someday I'll do it. And, and, and we just never do. It's just human nature. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with inflation and stuff nowadays, it's, it's everything is so expensive. It's, it's hard to save. So one of the best, best things I can share with people is um, pay yourself first. Wow. Put yourself ahead of the, the car payment, utility bills, groceries. I'm not saying don't do those things, don't yeah. pay those things, but yeah. make sure you pay yourself before you pay them. Mm, that's huge. You're much more important than than they are. That's huge. Um I did I did just want to just drop in a little message um for my listeners, like if you take anything, he said this earlier, but I want to stay right here. If you take anything away from this, like, and you you got access to the podcast, reach out. I can get you in touch with Mike. But don't sit the sidelines. I feel like that that hurt a lot of people so much. I felt victim to that time after time of just waiting on other people, waiting on other things. And like you said, yeah, I think that is more so it too. It's too much food to digest so if you have any financial questions or anything like that don't sit aside holler at the educator don't call me but uh, if you call me i can get you in touch with him but that's really good um i have a question from one of my best friends um i, I like to get opinions of other young people to ask my guests because i'm like i can't be thinking i know it all up here so here's a question from my brother elijah from I'm going to say Dallas, Texas. It's a suburb of Dallas. I don't know where you live at. Um, what is the best advice you can give someone who feels like it's too late or that they don't know where to start and becoming more financial, financially knowledgeable and curious? Well, all you can do is start from where you're at. Okay. that's Don't compare. You, you can't. Don't compare. You can't go backwards. You can't. You know, once the time is gone, it's gone. So just... Um, you know, start with the basics. Um, most people don't have time in their busy lives to yeah. to, to dig into this and, and figure out how you know what to do, what not to do. But like I said, it's not it's not that it's not that complicated, really. It, it really mm-hmm. is not. But the financial services industry wants to purposely complicate it mm-hmm. because they don't want you to understand it as you, well. They don't want you to understand it. But you know, people that are uh, confused won't won't do anything but we also have a tendency to think that the more complicated a product is the better the better it is for us the better it is and that's not necessarily the case it's a constant battle versus your brain man yeah it's a constant battle like i think once i figured out like just hearing you say that like because that's so that was so true for me like how complicated the more complicated it is oh that's for me like i need to try to understand the surface level so i can get in that but I think once I understood that my brain is not 100% working for me, it's working for itself and then then my then me. Um it I I kind of like shed a light on just a couple of decisions me and my wife be making, especially financial ones. It's like don't sit the sidelines. Like gosh. Um <laughs> but um this is a question from me. Uh <laughs> and uh I got a question about just the state of the economy. Um do you think we are heading to a recession or in a recession now? Oh, I, I tell you, I don't, I don't know how to answer that question because I'm, I'm not an expert, I'm not an economist. <laughs> You're a teacher. <laughs> yeah, ex- 
exactly. So for sure, uh, yeah. You know, it's I, I know one thing: the market's going to go up. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. I yeah, can, I can tell you that. I, know, mm-hmm. I can also tell you it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. It's going to fluctuate. It, 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 <laughs> it's go, it's going to fluctuate, and there's going to be years where it just stays the same too. So, um, I just know where things cost a lot these days. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so. Are we going to get through this? Yeah, we, all, we Absolutely. All, always do. We always have. Who knows how long it'll last? Um, but there are investments out there, places mm-hmm. you can put your money, that they only go up mm. or they stay the same, and they do not experience any of the downside. So you can still get your money to grow without taking risk. So I think people need to have both. Yeah, you know, ha- have some of those products that I just described, and also have have your mutual funds, your ETFs, yep, stuff, yep. That, stuff that your absolutely good advisors will put in place for mm-hmm. you. Um, so I think it's a, a good idea. There, there's no one product that, that fits everyone. Absolutely. Everybody's different. Everybody's financial situation is very, very, very different. But given that, it's still not it's not real complicated. Mm-hmm. So. Also got another question. Um, how important is it to be completely debt free? I want to ask you that because I don't I think some debt is good debt. But, you know, they got these financial gurus earlier that we kind of mentioned that's out there teaching people to have no debt which is actually hurting people who give it all their debt so how important is debt it depends on what the debt is for you know it it, it seems like you know your 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 mortgage is a is a A good good a good debt because Mm -hmm. it's it's more of a lifestyle choice than anything absolutely and uh but money that's going towards debt is not going towards you 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 paying other people instead of yourself yeah and, you know, the, the idea of paying off all your debt and then starting to invest, um, in my personal opinion, I think that's very hard to do because if you've deprived yourself all these mm. years paying off your debt. You're waiting the sidelines. Yes. And you're guess what? When you get all the debt paid off, what are you going to do? You're going to want to treat yourself and your family. Mm. Okay? You're going to want to breathe a little bit. So like you're probably not going to take all that money that was going towards debt and invest it. Theoretically, that does make sense and, and, and it would work because you're not paying a bunch of interest that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think once people have that burden taken off their back, mm-hmm. they're going to want to treat themselves. And that's yeah. just human nature. Yeah. I'm, I think what I'm picking up from you, just listening to you teaching, just pouring to the conversation is get in the game. <laughs> like, yeah. like at the end of the day, like if you're not in the game, you hurting yourself, no matter where you at, if you able to $5 a day, get in the game. Yep. Hmm. I, I agree. And one of the, one of the last things, um, that again, no one likes to talk about. Absolutely. Okay, but there is a, a new form of life insurance out there that nobody knows about, and it's I don't mean new this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean new like in the past twenty two or twenty three years. Wow. Okay, uh, most of the people that we see that have life insurance, they have what we call death benefit only. Mm. So in other words, you do not have access. That's my life. Impo- that's like my life insurance policy. Almost everybody's that way. Yeah. So. And what that means is you don't have access to that money while you're alive. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just don't. Okay. The newest form of life insurance allows you to have access to that 500000 or 300000 or whatever, whatever yeah. it is in case you become sick. Mm-hmm. Typically heart attack, cancer, stroke, 
number of other reasons. Uh-huh. But those are the big three that hit wow. most of us that we that we read in the church bulletins and so forth. Um, that's, Seriously, that's what happens to most of us, and we're actually nine times more likely to have get sick yeah. than we are to die prematurely. Most people don't die prematurely. Wow. Okay, and that this is a big deal uh, because then it, it changes your perspective on on life insurance, and I think I would rather have access to that big pile of money as opposed to not. So, um, and it's, it's the same price as if you just bought a death benefit only policy. Mm. So it's the same price. So, um, uh, that's one of our passions, um, is teaching and educating people about what we call living benefit life mm. insurance. I have a, uh, one, uh, I think it's funny cause it, I saved this as the last question. I'm going to ask it still, and then um, I want you to kind of just give us last one last word, one last message from you, and then we'll uh, I'll be respectful of your time and get up out of here. So this funny question that I think is funny to ask now, but it was a great idea at the beginning. <laughs> is now a good time to invest, and why? I yeah. think you would answer yesterday to that question. Like, you should have invested yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, again, you you just have to start where you are. So oh, yeah, for sure. yes, it's it's always it's always a good time. And and I don't know if you're thinking about because the market's down, yep. or the market's up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't matter. You just you just do it. Yeah. Okay, you just do it. But the masses typically will not do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, when there's fear, people are hesitant to invest. But, Absolutely. But things are on sale then, so um, that's when you should. But it's just. Just do it no matter what, and you consistently do it. Take the emotion out of it and apply science to yeah. it. So it's it's just numbers. Take the emotion out two of it because that, that, that typically hurts us. So. Yeah. Um, well, before I let you give your last word, I did want to say I do appreciate everything you came to offer um, and also about the company that you work for. What I appreciate about is, like you said, everybody's different. So it's not for everybody or it is for a lot of people who don't think it's for them. I appreciate the education behind it. That's that's what I crave. That's what people who listen to this show crave is the education. So definitely uh, for Firing Financial to have that institute kind of built behind their business module is awesome. So I do applaud that, like Thank seriously. You. So, but yeah, oh, you're welcome. Um, but any last like one message, you might not have anything. You might have a whole lot um, that you just want to give before we get up off here. You had a question earlier about what would you do uh, when it came to investing and you know you had questions about what to do what not to do um this isn't even doesn't even pertain to investing Uh Uh, i would suggest people work on personal development Mm, i love that okay um in all areas of their life in all areas of their life i completely agree their faith um all all of that Mm -hmm. and you know we're just scratching the surface on our own potential. Love that. You know, and it, it wouldn't, it, I mean, my dream has always been to be able to help as many people as I possibly can, mm-hmm. you know, um, through church, through whatever. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, it's still a goal of mine. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we need to, I mean, most people, they get out of college or high school, they don't read a book. Yeah. We were talking about books. Books earlier. before. Yeah. Okay. And, we don't read a book for the rest of our life, yeah. you, you know, typically, you know, unless yeah. it's, you know, some, no, you're right. 
So personal development, I think, is is it's huge. huge. It's it huge. I know that doesn't necessarily pertain to what I do, but no, but that's whatever. that's a word, especially that's a word that the minds community uh, pushes. Um, a lot of people learned on the last episode my reading background. Speaking of reading, um, I graduated college, high school, and college. I never read a book in my life. I started reading out the college, like I because oh, wow. once, yeah, because like I was able to finagle my way through college and squeak by through sports and not understanding the importance of education, which hurt me. So like my reading level was very low, but now that I'm able to read and I read every day and I'm starting to learn and something reading not for everybody audio book may be the way for you or um, taking a, a course that doesn't that requires a little bit of reading, but not a reading course. The personal development is really important uh, for people to just look at the mirror and stop pointing the finger like I can't get this opportunity because of this. I can't get this opportunity because of that. When you can focus on yourself and blame game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I love that message, man. Um you're God fearing man. I do appreciate you. Thank you. Mike Martin, everybody. Um this wrapped up another episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. Until next time. Peace. I hope you guys really enjoyed what Mike had to share with us on this episode of the Minds with Hakeem podcast. I want to give a special thank you if you made it this far on the episode. We really appreciate you on the Minds community. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and feel like, oh, I know a friend who can learn and benefit from this episode, please share the episode with a friend. If you need to get in touch with Mike, you can reach out to the podcast. We'll get you guys in touch um, just to learn and yeah, kind of uh, go on your own financial journey. Until next time, guys. Peace.